0: Hi, I'm Carol. I'm a compulsive reader. Hi, Carol. Uh, so, I'll just qualify. I've been in OA for 34 years, and I am abstinent for 10 and a half years now. Um, and so I'm going to talk about step 10, 11, and 12, and how that works for me and how I use that. So step 10, um, I, uh, I have been a person who did daily 10 steps. Um, but I found that over time I was, um, kind of like looking for something to write about. And so Over time, I've now become more of a person who does um, an inventory when I feel like I've got just too much stuff. And um, so the way that I do my inventory is the third step prayer, and then I write about um, what I am afraid of, what I am angry about, what I am resentful about, what I am grateful about, um, what I'm disappointed about, and uh, what my part is, uh, as well as what are my character defects and what are my character assets. Um, and the 10th step um if I'm writing a ten step now, it's because I'm kind of really having a moment. Like the other day, when I left this meeting last Friday, I uh, didn't want to go to the Safeway that was right there because I thought, "Well, I just went to an OA meeting. I can't go to that Safeway now and buy apples." Like, you know. <laughs> so I'm driving home, and then I decide I'm going to stop at the Safeway on Taraval on 17th instead. Um, where my car got broken into, because apparently it's a place where people break into cars at night. Mm. So that really pissed me off, and not to mention I felt really violated, etc., and, um, so that was the start of the stuff, and, you know, I eat three meals a day, and then I drink in between, and I'm not an alcoholic, but I drink a lot of liquid, like, I'm just that person, um... It's how I do the in between part, at least between lunch and dinner. Uh, after that, I'm like a lake and I can no longer drink another thing. So, um, anyway, because I eat three meals a day and nothing in between, um, I have all my feelings. And if I don't do a 10 step when I have a lot of stuff going on inside myself, it's a setup and then I'm gonna start thinking about what I can eat. And um, so, you know, I'm really clear that I'm not eating because I'm hungry. Like when I'm hungry, I eat lunch, you know, or I eat breakfast or I eat dinner. But when I have issues going on, it's because I'm afraid, I'm angry, I am resentful, um, I am ashamed. I'm having a pride attack, I, you know, I just, uh, I've got stuff happening, and it's going to come out, and it's going to come out in the wrong way, in a way that then I'm going to have to make an amends for and somehow, and so it's kind of like, um, um, I'm forgetting the expression because I am somehow having a senior moment. Uh, preventative maintenance, thank you. Anyway, so uh, so that's kind of how I work with step 10. And I also find it really um, helpful that when I do a 10 step, um, I've heard people say that they do 10 steps and then they just give it away to anyone. And, you know, to anyone in program. But I'm really not comfortable with that. I feel like, um, thank you, when I'm doing a 10 step, I'm doing it because this is like my honest stuff and I'm not about to just like give that away to anybody who says I'm an OA. So I call my sponsor or I email my sponsor and then we sort of have a connection over that thing. And that really helps me because I'm a private person and this is my stuff, you know, it's so anyway, so there's that. Okay. So step 11. in order to get abstinent and stay abstinent in this program, um, I was, I used to say that I was in relapse for nine years, but the reality is that um, I just never really was fully abstinent. You know, That my first like, my first uh, almost 20 years in program was this like back and forth thing where I would work the steps and I had sponsors and I really was doing the writing, etc., but my food always sucked because I I didn't want to have any boundaries. So um, when I came back to program uh, in 2009, uh, previously to that I had started getting into Buddhism, uh, and I didn't realize why that was going to be so important for me. And the reason why it became so important is that The reason that I ate was because I never wanted to be with my feelings. I was raised to run away from them and to do whatever I could to not have a feeling or face the truth of a situation. So I was uh, eating compulsively. I was shopping compulsively. I took drugs. I mean, you know, I'd screw around when that opportunity was happening. I mean, it was like, I just didn't want to be in my own skin, and I lived in my head. So when I got into Buddhism, I found it to be really, really moving and really, really um, so helpful to instead of running away from the overwhelm of my everyday life and my everyday emotions, to stop, sit, and be with those feelings. And to kind of, uh, you know, they say in Buddhism that you are, it's like the, the more that you run from something, the more you're running towards it. And it was exactly that for me. So I had to... Like, stop and turn around and really face the things that I was running from, um, the things that I wanted to eat over, the things that I felt shame and fear, etc., about. So, Buddhism and meditation really helped me to, meditation in general, really helped me to just sit with my feelings and try to not push it away, but just kind of like follow my breath, and then kind of be with whatever that was, anxiety, fear, anger, and just try to breathe into that thing and then not push it away and just kind of be with it. And then it would sort of like lighten up and I could get to a place of neutrality with my feelings. And because of that, I was able to stay abstinent because I wasn't running away from what was true and what was real. And that was a really an incredible mind blower because previously to that um I had I did not have that skill set at all. And um when I became willing to be abstinent, I was just able to just kinda I just had willingness suddenly. I had never had it before. And Like, I had willingness to do writing or willingness to go to meetings, but not willingness to be present and in my body and, like, with all the imperfections and all the stuff. So, that was really remarkable and a gift. And um, so, so that that was my 11th step experience. Um, And... (coughs) The 12 step for me, um, I feel like I've always kind of carried the message uh, but I would say that I I didn't really ever know the whole idea of a spiritual awakening. To me uh, seemed like something out of a novel by the Bronte sisters maybe and not necessarily um, something that I could put in the context of reality and my own life and the kind of dysfunctional wackiness that I came from. And so um so it occurred to me that um after I kind of you know worked through the steps and dealt with the demons, um you know, I should say that I worked the steps, you know, one through twelve five times and um, and each time it was like, it was different, you know, each time it was a whole different kind of ball of wax and different issues and some of the same stuff coming along for a ride in the U-Haul. But um, but by the time that I got to step 12, uh, this go around, um, I would have to say that the spiritual awakening that I had was that I had reached a place of being so willing to drop the bullshit and so willing to kind of like follow direction and I felt as though the uh, results of that was that I wasn't crazy and that I had the ability to deal with um, the wreckage of my past in a fairly sane way. and. Some days that was very challenging, and some days it was like I, you know, I showed up and I took care of things. Um, but that the spiritual awakening was that I could tell, I could share with people in program that it wasn't easy, but it was really possible to recover. That was really possible to have recovery uh, for me by following a kind of set of principles and a set of boundaries and sort of like rules like i needed to have i needed to have the boundaries i needed the kind of numbers and lines drawn in on the side so i i kind of had this space to move forward otherwise i was apt to want to make up make it all up myself and every time i've done improvisation uh, it doesn't really work very well, and so I feel like the having had a spiritual awakening is that I saw how bad things could be, and I no longer have the <coughs> bandwidth for that kind of drama, and so I'm willing to do it differently. I'm willing to like you know follow um, the twelve steps and. <coughs> Pray and meditate, and um, I became willing to uh, share um, with others that um, that there's there's a something within me that I align myself with every day. I'm not a big God person. Uh, and that is not something that I derive tremendous strength from um, because it's not a thing I I understand. But what I do understand is that um, intuitively, when I'm really quiet, I know how to deal with situations that used to baffle me, and um, that only happens when I'm like centered and present And so those are the kind of things that I can share with um, people in program, you know, whether they're newcomers or they're not newcomers. And uh, that is uh, kind of the best that I can do, is to be honest with people and not, not tell them, like, you know, I've heard in program people say that they will sponsor anyone. And uh, that's great for them. But that's not how I do it. Like I feel like when I sponsor somebody that I'm really entering into a relationship with that person. It's not a casual thing. It's not a casual hookup. And so that means that uh, I'm going to take my time and share with them. But I'm also, they're taking their time to connect with me so it's like that's a very um i i honor that relationship i don't think that it's a thing that is taken lightly so that's part of the 12 step for me um is that i'm carrying the message with a place of sort of integrity um and that might not jive for other people um you know which is fine um <clears throat> so Anyway, uh, I would say that's uh, that's probably 19 seconds. That's probably it. So anyway, so thank you. (laughs)